0: Robbie Nielsen steps up, that's just calm from Robbie Nielsen. I tell you what, the one and that boys got is get steel. And here comes Grant, just for David Green, brilliant, oh the challenge! That was a goal saving challenge and possibly a cup-winning challenge from Robbie Nielsen. I came here tonight to hear the crowd go. Boom, shake, shake, shake the roll! Boom, shake, shake, shake the road. Boom, shake, shake, shake
1: Hi, uh, uh, Robert. Robert, it's Robert. Yeah, yeah. Hey, Robert. Hi, hi. Hi. did you uh, you see the uh, the Olympics were on recently? Oh, yeah, Olympics, yeah. 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 I've heard of them. Yeah. Did you enjoy them? Did you watch the sports, uh, the Olympic sports? Yeah, cycling. Cycling, Cy- cycling yeah. like the, the athletics. Yeah, yeah, so sort of I mean, this goes on quite late, but yeah. yeah. Did you see and enjoy the diving? I did it was uh, didn't watch it didn't watch it, it. didn't, watch it, didn't no. watch it mate sorry no I don't know why I brought it up it's completely irrelevant completely irrelevant yeah, yeah. welcome to We Have No Cares I'm Hi, Michael I'm Rob yay hey. it's just us it's just us for a quick and late podcast yeah Yeah. but it's going to be packed it's going to be packed with lots of tactical discussions so oh you've gone you've already <laughs> oh, left oh shit fuck well, well, well it's, it's just you and me now just, just you me and Steve Crawford sitting <laughs> taking notes probably yeah sure because we're very wise absolutely yeah. and learned mm, yep okay we played Hamilton academical <laughs> it's easy for you to say <laughs> I, I, there was about two or three times during that the phrase that I, I almost had to bail out but I think I just about <laughs> kept the car on the corner there's no R's in Hamilton academical <laughs> man Ar- you, yeah. you fit in five it's, you know, it's a talent <laughs> to be fair yeah um, describe a Scottish football team like a pirate day <laughs> Um, yeah, so uh, interesting game, very interesting game. I yep. thought. Um, so we started off with our winning lineup from the last few days. Uh, days games. Yep. Uh, apart from uh, Jamie Walker was slotted in instead of Sam Nicholson.
0: Yep. After Sam Nicholson's arduous journey to Kiev. To play football for Scotland under twenty ones. Is that
1: right? Is that the reason?
0: Yes. Yeah. I think uh, him and John Souter were both quite tired, but John Souter is more robust than man, so he was okay to yeah. carry on.
1: Yeah. They asked. They asked John if he was okay. And he just went, "Don't feel pain." <laughs> John Souter was so dedicated to playing in that match.
0: He actually got sent off for Scotland under twenty ones, so he could get an early bath. We early night, and then on the flight home. So.
1: He's he's a clever lad. Isn't he's he? a pro. Yeah. He's a pro. He knows what he's doing. He knows his at priorities. All times. Priorities are hearts, yep. Great stuff. Mm. Alright, cool. Well, that explains that. I thought I did think it was kind of weird ahead of the game that they were sort of breaking up a winning formula but uh, your explanation makes sense and also highlights that I really didn't pay that much attention to doing <laughs> to the Scotland under 21 team.
0: It would appear so, yeah. It's just as well because they really are not that great as a team. Yeah. A lot of good individual players but it Ricky Spragia. That's terrific guy exactly the sort of guy you want to develop your youths the sort of guy who resigned and then got i think possibly given the under 17s job
1: <laughs> it's you know when you're luck when you're lucky you're lucky you know? <laughs> Yes, yeah, yeah when when you've got the chat yeah. Well done, Richard Sabresia. Indeed. It's like... Um, it, it
0: kind of reminds me, actually. I'm sure a lot of you listened and uh, sorry, watched Scotland's Game and uh, the story that Stephen Presley was told he had no future at Hearts and then the same day offered the assistant manager's job.
1: Yes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Fucking amazing scenes. <laughs> Just before you go, Stephen, would you like a job? We've
1: heard you're open now. So <laughs> we've heard you're free. Um, yeah. yeah. Though, to be fair, I don't think they were entirely inaccurate because... Managerial positions at Hearts at that time and no future were really quite <laughs> interchangeable terms. Yeah, yeah, they were. They were very much one and the same. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, what a tangent already! Indeed. We haven't oh. even started the game. Lovely. Uh, yeah, so the first thing that struck me from the game was actually Hamilton, uh, and like the, I've got a weird opinion about Hamilton because Go for it, I it, felt really. no. Well, I felt like from the start they were they kind of impressed me in that they were quite fast and they were quite. Organised, they broke well. They all sort of ran to the right places, and they, they looked like reasonably good up until the point that you realise that they've only got like three good players, and therefore couldn't actually do anything with all their nice organisation and plans. I was actually quite surprised, like Hamilton's uh, away
0: form, especially this season has been very good. They got a draw at Ibrox in the opening day of the season. They got a draw at Dundee as well, um, and they've just generally not been as awful as everyone thought they were going to be, and Martin mm-hmm. Canning is beginning to look like a competent manager after having been given an 18 month head start of <laughs> embarrassing results against Annan and all that kind of stuff, so I was quite surprised to see them starting, and, and you know, Connor Salmon was basically let through on goal twice, Yeah. Uh, squandered both chances, um, but that surprised me because their defensive solidity this year, Hamilton's been pretty good but it took their defender, Dan Seaborn, getting injured um, for them to actually look properly organised at the back. And then uh, Massimo Donati went to like sweeper.
1: Yeah, yeah. And yeah. they
0: just stopped everything that we had to offer, uh, which was more what I was expecting them to do from the start.
1: Yeah, they looked so, they looked like Donati being one of their good players, yeah. uh, the other one being their, their other centre half, Saris, who uh, despite not looking anything like a football player. <laughs> he's just the funniest looking guy. Yeah, no, uh, was uh, very confident now, uh, and Connor Salmon again got uh, blocked by him twice. Uh, like very good sort of last ditch tackles that yeah. were uh, quite impressive. He just seemed quite aware, despite the fact I mean, like he's an odd looking guy with his with his beard and his number eighty nine shirt. But the thing that really upset me is that his shorts almost touched the top of his socks. Oh really? Yeah, and it was it was just an odd look for a football player, and I did not enjoy it. That's the Tony Watt look, to be fair.
0: Tony, Is that Watt, what Tony Watt, Tony look? Watt wears like basketball style shorts yeah. with the long sleeves and the cut
1: holes in his socks. He's an individual man. I like it. See, you know, like obviously, I've got a lot of time for the basketball look and basketball players. Absolutely. But, yeah. um, these are not basketball <laughs> players. No, they're footballers, man. Yeah. 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 No, it's an important difference, I find. <laughs> yes, it
0: absolutely is. Um, but yeah, Hamilton do have some impressive players, and they have started the season fairly impressively, but they're just not as good as hearts, which is nice.
1: Yeah, yeah. Like, like I said, I mean, the, the weird sort of sensation it's like, this is like a reasonably good, impressive team that haven't really threatened us at all. Yeah. Yeah. So, um... In the in that vein, um, like I wouldn't say we dominated the first half, but we were certainly the better team and on top. And for better and worse, that was all down to Tony Watt.
0: Yes, yeah, he he wasn't quite in his his form, say against Callie Thistle or even Park Thistle in the last game he played. Um, he was running into, running into corners quite a lot, but he, he still just has that ability to create anything and a lot of it annoyingly in a way is from the midfield because he drops so deep to get the ball to get involved mm-hmm. that when the ball does eventually break through to a striker it's always connor salmon yeah <laughs> it's never tony watt who's you know getting on the end of passes which is it's fine it seems to be working for them um but yeah just his ability to to open up the midfield even uh, or defence is is quite quite incredible i don't think we've had a player like that in in a long time. No, no, I was... It's uh, essentially anyway, his enemy because obviously Sam Nicholson showed in the second half he can open up defences but from the the middle of the park it's, it's quite exceptional.
1: Yeah, um, is it th- this was the thing. Uh, Tony Watt was at the root of everything we did. We were always looking for Tony Watt and Tony Watt was always looking to be found. Uh, he dropped back, like you said, he, he made himself available. Now, on the one hand, this was great because he is, by far and away, our best footballer at the moment and he was making sort of chances and half chances every time he was on the ball. The problem was, we were so focused on him, we became quite predictable in a way. Yeah. And it really marginalised, I mean, particularly Walker, Cowie, and June were were so peripheral. And when they did get on the ball, you could tell they just weren't really in their rhythm. I think that
0: partially, yeah, it is down to us relying on Tony Watt to create, but I was... Not upset by it, obviously, because we won the fucking game. So, yeah. But I was quite sort of um, put out by the fact that Don Carey was pushed wide and uh. Arnold Joom played through the middle. Joom, um, obviously, we know doesn't play as well out wide, but carey has been playing so well through the middle, I thought we'd continue with that, because we saw what he did to Cali Thistle. Yeah. He completely ran the show in the middle of the park, but he was pushed wider. Uh, June was played more centrally and I think that could maybe be a reason for them being slightly more disjointed because the reason that we played so well against Callie Thistle is because Salmon, Watt and, and Kerry were the three central players but with June coming in it looked like they just didn't click quite as quickly Yeah. Um, which, which you know, I know June went and played his debut for Cameroon in that sort of number 10 role apparently it was fantastic so I can see why you know We've seen them play there before, we can see why it, it happened, but it's the fact it never changed at any time it was
1: always Coway out wide and Doom in the middle because you were saying in the 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 Coway game they they switched a lot more
0: Yeah, they did especially in the second half uh, yeah, I mean the first half it was carry was through the middle, no matter what second half they they switched it up a bit, but they still got joy against a, a cali thistle team that was tired and getting battered. Um, but in this game, I would have liked to have seen at least maybe 15 20 minutes of Don Kerry through the middle to see that link up play between him, Sam, and what again.
1: Yeah, um, I mean, it was, it, it's always going to be a problem that you'll have when two of your best midfielders want to play in the same area. Yeah. yeah. Um,
0: that, it's, a, it's a good headache to have, yeah. um, but I think that's proven now that I think Kerry's the man.
1: Right? I mean, there might be solutions if we, if we reject our front line slightly and played um, a 4 3 3. With Perry holding and, and Jume and Cowie in front of him. But again, that might be asking Jume and Cowie to do too much shuttling to make up like the the sort of bulkiness you need in a midfield in the Scottish game. I, and I, it, it, it might not work. I really think our best formation um, is a four one three two, 1 3 And
0: mm-hmm. that, that's been proven. I mean, Perry Kitchen in between the 3 and the 4. Um, and then you know, what is gonna drop deep anyway, which allows the two wide guys to push a bit further forward. I just think that's our most fluid and our best looking formation. And I think we did drop into that quite a bit on Saturday. Um but I think we should play to that strength.
1: So are you looking for the 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 outer two of the midfield three, if you're keeping score at home, are you looking for them to be more wingers or like combi guys that, that start narrow and move out start or? narrow and move out no. I think well if you're especially if you've got Jamie Walker
0: in the lineup like we did um, yeah. on Saturday then certainly more narrow to start with and then Connor Simon's going to run the channels Jamie Walker can run the channels he can go out wide if need be but I think that plays to our strengths a bit more
1: well this was the other interesting thing while I felt we were, um, were I mean I don't want to say lacking because again we were sort of in charge but we weren't quite creating and cutting through Hamlet as much as we like Um, Walker, we've said it so many times in this show, Walker does not like being a winger. He wants to cut inside. Yeah. And like we said, that was kind of Tony Watt's zone in this game. So he didn't have the space to come in and do what he he wanted to do, and he wasn't stretching the play as much as we would like. So we ended up quite congested and narrow. Yeah. Um, The one variation that we did do towards the end of the first half, when I I think, you know, like the management team realised that we were relying on Watt and we were getting a bit narrow... It was quite interesting. They, they gave uh, Reras more license to go up uh, up the left wing and instructed Perry. Perry, like rather than being completely central, sort of offset his position to the left so he would cover more when yeah. when uh, Reras went on. <coughs> uh, and Reras ended up with two or three really good runs that got him into the box. But unfortunately, he kind of suffered from the Hamilton problem that once he was there, his footwork's not quite good enough to actually make something happen when he was there. But, but it, was, it was disruptive and it... Um, And in order to to fully accommodate it Walker went over to the right And and Cowie was the left-sided midfielder Tucking in more centrally
0: I I really like Faisal Reras now Mm -hmm. I've got a lot of time for him I think um, it has taken him a wee bit of time To find his feet A couple of games where he was not great But the way that he played against Park Thistle To start with And then continuing it into this game And uh, his attitude and his passion and everything I, I really like the guy I think he's got one screamer and he's a cult hero basically because right. you've seen how hard he hits a ball it's ridiculous um I, i'm really really enjoying the way that he's playing just now but yeah that was interesting because you saw don kerry's passing ability when he got into that situation as well because then he had a guy bolting down the wing looking for mm-hmm. the ball and a couple of wee reverse passes in behind There's was one time not uh, nutmeg the defender I don't think he was even expecting it to come off so he just stopped yeah. and he went oh fuck and <laughs> <laughs> tried to run yeah. after it he was like oh it's been cleared um, but yeah it, it was it, it was nice to see that you know it's not just Patterson he's not the only mm-hmm. fullback we have that's going to gun it down the wing um, Red Ass is very much an attacking fullback as well
1: so. but, but also interesting that you know we, we the the management team are cautious enough that it's, it's only one at a time yeah like you know like uh, Patterson was Patterson was trying to provide with before they made that switch for Reris, but um, he, he didn't have his best game. And weirdly, I don't know if this happened in your section. Everyone around me seems to have decided that they hate Callum Patterson now. I, I think it's,
0: it's a little bit of frustration. He didn't have a, a great game um, for a start not, on Saturday. Not he particularly, didn't. but he's, but he's, he's didn't, had worse games. He's certainly had worse games. I think it's just a bit of frustration because they know he's not going to be here. ...next summer, even potentially in January... ...and that gets up the nose of some Harps fans... ...just the fact that he won't sign a new deal... ...the guy doesn't want to sign a new deal... ...he wants to leave, which is fair enough... ...he's, he's going to see out his contract... ...which is the minimum requirement of a footballer... ...but I think that it is in the back of people's minds... ...that he's maybe... you know, ...betraying some fans by not signing the contract... ...and but some of the with, the...
1: ...with the greatest respect to these fans... What fucking idiot thought he was going to be here beyond the next season? No, I, I know, I know, and it's, it is ridiculous,
0: but at the same time, football is a very emotional game and people get very attached to footballers, and it happens. You know, I, I love yeah. Callum Patterson, but I've grown to accept the fact that he sees his future away from Hearts, which is fine. You know, yeah. Hearts have accepted that as well. They've They've said, we've offered him a contract, he's not going to take it, so we'll keep him till next summer, and then he can go for a development fee, and that's it. You know, everyone has come to terms with it, apart from some fans. Yeah. And, yeah, Patterson's got the sort of... He's got the sort of attitude that fans can either love or hate as well. He loves to win. Um, he hates when it's going against him, so he can be a bit moody. It happens. It does happen. I think, you know, the next time he plays, he'll probably have an absolute world day of a game, and all will be forgiven. It's just... The way of some football fans, unfortunately. but yeah, it does you, would,
1: happen. you would think after 142 years of being a selling club, you might have got used to the idea that you sometimes sell players. Yeah. yeah. That you'd, re- you'd rather keep. Yeah.
0: There you go. Hey. As I say, it's an emotional game, and none more so than when you're actually at the game and it's during the 90 minutes. He had a few misplaced passes, and he tried to blame other people a couple of times, which he's been doing since he was 17, yeah. since he broke into the team, and now it's just sort of coming to, coming to a head. So it's an emotional game enjoyed by fuckwits (laughs) indeed indeed. but I still love you Callum if you're listening you're probably not no almost certainly
1: not (laughs) nope scum not even (laughs) listening to a podcast fuck off how dare you get you Wigan (laughs) yeah so the second half rolled by and to begin with we tried to just sort of do the same things but with a little less intensity which meant that Hamilton had the opportunity to score a goal.
0: Yeah, it, it's, it's almost reverting back to the hearts I grew up watching, whereby they start the second half really fucking slowly. <laughs> like, it's just always happened. Since the start of time, second halves are started slowly. I don't know why it is. Um, but it happened again. And it was a good goal from Hamilton. I think Patterson was beaten a little bit too easily by Gillespie in the mm-hmm. box. Um, but it was it was you know a well played a well worked move from the right hand side all the way to the left good ball into the middle and a decent finish, it was against a run of play but I, I still, just because of the way we have started the season and the way Nielsen has changed from maybe looking to conserve things to actually attacking teams with his substitutions I was never under any doubt that that game was still going to go our way.
1: Right. Yeah. And yeah. I mean, we like I say we we never really lost that idea of control. No. Uh, but um, yeah, if there's something to complain about in that that goal, it was how uh, uh, wide their holding midfielder was. Uh, Dockerty I think the number eight. I Can't remember, but he like sort of started the move. Like the the ball was kind of broke to him, like about sort of forty yards out centrally, and there was really nobody went anywhere near him. Yeah. So he was able to pick <laughs> out Gillespie very easily, but. Great cross, cross from Gillespie and excellent technique from Crawford to, to finish it. I think and he is one of Hamlin's good players. Yes, so.
0: he is. He went missing for six months of last season. Um, he started the season really well. I'm sure uh, the listeners will remember the absolute screamer that he scored against us at New Douglas Park to win it, I think, uh, in the 3-2 yeah. game. Mm-hmm. When yes, yes. sent off, It was an absolute beauty on his weaker, inverted commas, weaker yeah. foot. Um, he's a very talented footballer and he's, he's got, you know... He's got his reasons to get it right up Hearts as well. Um, we released him when he was a kid because he was too small, apparently. Huh. So he always, you know, it, it's got that little bit of needle for him as well. But yeah, those goals I think are always really underrated because Gillespie smashed that cross into the middle, Yeah. and, and he's, he's basically just used the power on the cross and he's caught it perfectly. Uh, you yeah. can't you can't blame Hamilton and any uh, the goalkeeper. No, <laughs> in no <any> way. Um <laughs> But yeah, it was it was a good goal, but I, I just expected him to score. I knew he was gonna fucking do it. Yeah. <laughs> uh,
1: tell you he didn't score in Dougie Emery. Yeah, he shot himself at high school though, allegedly. Allegedly? <laughs> possibly. Yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Sounds like the sort of thing he'd do. It does, it does,
0: yeah. Yeah. The wide wee bastard. <laughs> he certainly is. He's such an angry little man. Yeah,
1: yeah. Nearly killed the guy. Yeah, yeah, he did. Yeah. Nice guy. Lovely, lovely man. Oh, we forgot one of the incidents from the first half, which was part of our, our opening conceit. Um, Tony Watts, not dive. Yeah, yeah, no, he got kicked right in, directly in the
0: shin. Um, his fall was a bit theatrical, um, but it's
1: a penalty. It doesn't matter how you fall, he's, he's literally just been kicked. So. Well, it's interesting because uh, like, opinion was very split around me. In this. In oh, don't, don't get me wrong. From
0: where I was sitting, I was in section Z, and uh-huh. I was sitting with my old man, and it was a dive. All day long, like it was, it did not look in any way like a fumble. Well,
1: see, this is this is this is the this is the thing, and you can see why you know the referee had a decision to make because I I was right behind it. I could I I had like the perfect view to see that the Hamlin defender stuck a leg out. what saw his opportunity and went over it, but really fucked up the way he went over it. Yeah. So you know, like he made a sort of like I'm being fouled now. Our wave. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, so, like, I could see that there had been contact, but that Watt had maybe engineered it. But yeah. I thought, I've seen those given, that could be given. But, like, while he was getting booked, like, opinion was, like, exactly 50-50 around me between definite dive and there was a leg. Yeah. So, um... You've got to, like, I think it's always, I think has done
0: exactly the right thing by appealing the book in which he can do for simulation mm-hmm. or mistaken identity. Um, I think they're doing the right thing but at the same time I can't you can't blame Craig Thompson too much Yeah. you can't it was a penalty it was a mistake by Thompson that he didn't see the contact but then you've got to look at it from his angle as well whereby what has flopped over um, so wrong decision but you can you can kind of just about understand it Yeah,
1: yeah I mean there was there was elements of simulation in there yeah he simulated some parts of it he did yeah so maybe you should have had like 30% of a yellow card
0: yeah 70% penalty yeah yeah you
1: have to take it from four yards further out (laughs) Um,
0: yeah it should have been a penalty so these things happen they even themselves
1: out over the course of a season as a cliche goes they even themselves out over the course of a game apparently (laughs) (laughs) but yeah so we were slightly toying we were still a bit narrow so uh, the decision was made to get Sam Nicholson the fuck in there yeah um, interesting that it was June that was taken off rather than uh, Kitchen because Hamilton really weren't pushing forward. But then again, June having travelled international duty, it probably does make sense when you think about it. Yeah, I, I think um,
0: Nielsen even said it was a premeditated sub. He knew that Doom was June had an hour in him, and that was about it. So it, it makes sense. It, it did make sense. I think as soon as I saw Nicholson warming up, I said that's June. That's that's Doom Afsky now. So. And cool. so it played out.
1: Yeah, but um it had what a positive effect it had on the team. Suddenly we had more options going forward and we did have uh the pace and uh, and we stretched Hamilton and that is how the first goal came about. Sam Nicholson's a very good footballer. He really is. Very good footballer. Most
0: of the time. Most of the time, yeah. Um no, he just he let the game up completely. Um I think the other subs um allowed him. A little bit of that that space that he got on the right hand side as well, uh, Muirhead and Johnson coming yeah. on because Johnson basically is such a nuisance. He's so fast and so tall that centre halves are completely preoccupied with him. And even Massimo Donati was getting drawn into that battle, mm-hmm. which meant Nicholson didn't have a covering sweeper coming over. He just had Gillespie, who had been booked, and Nicholson just loves that sort of situation on the right hand side on his stronger foot as well. Um, which meant he could become a proper winger instead of cutting in. And, uh, yeah, he just can completely... I, I've not seen a, a substitute appearance as good as that in ages. It was
1: so good. <laughs> Two assists and a goal in less than half an hour. Yeah. It's pretty good. That'll do, yeah. And, you know, also allowed Walker to drift inside so he could get his napper on one of those crosses.
0: Exactly, yeah. It's. I think, um, you know, this podcast has been known to be a Nielsen Apologist podcast. Um, <laughs> Very much so, but I think a lot of the things that Nielsen was getting picked up on last season, I did mention it slightly earlier on, in his lack of attacking subs and the way that he manages games, it's completely turned this season and he's now chasing games, he's chasing more goals, which is more reminiscent to the Championship season, which I think is great and it shouldn't be, it shouldn't be understated at all, these substitutions that he's making because he changed the game at Park Thistle and he changed this game as well, which is amazing.
1: Cool. Great points. Except that I will pull you off, and I'm not a Nielsen apologist. I make no apologies for the fact I fucking love Robert Nielsen <laughs> and always works. Yeah.
0: Good. Same.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So that that put us level pegging, and we just continued in the same vein. Uh, like you said, now that Tony Watt was off, I mean we would lost his creative influence, but like you said, more space thanks to the the pace and power of of Johnson uh, Johnson, and. Uh, yeah and Tony was tiring as well yeah. it doesn't seem like he's he's still consistently got ninety minutes in him, but it will come he'll get there yeah he'll get there and uh, yeah and then and then penalty mm.
0: there's
1: there's no angle
0: that proves there was
1: no contact that was the thing that I got because I was watching sports Bye. scene where they were Michael Stewart especially seemed very very definite that it was a dive, and I don't know i think it probably was i think it was a dive
0: but as i say there's no angle that shows there was no contact um i don't think you'll get be,
1: retrospectively banned because i don't know how you can no demonstrate won't, that this, won't. I, think, is, I think yeah. the
0: deadline has passed for that and even um martin canning he came out after he didn't say nicholson dived you know he was quite he was quite good about that he was like i don't think he dived he was off balance which if you're going at pace and someone lunges in at you you can go off balance just by anticipating it yeah. and he's fallen over from there I, I don't know it might have actually just been a dive but um, yeah he won't get rich, uh, retrospectively banned but I think we we're quite lucky with that one but again uh, Igor Rossi got dragged down in the box which yes. was a stone wall penalty which wasn't given so it was it was an interesting game with the, the penalty decisions that had to be made but yeah as we said these things even themselves out over the course of 15 minutes <laughs>
1: definitely, yeah, yeah that's yeah. karma uh, but I also want to say, I want to bring it on to the Robbie Muirhead section oh ok, can we can we, Just... can we we briefly mention that Jamie Walker actually scored the penalty because no, no, that was quite remarkable oh, well, there
0: was this part of it? Muir. yes, oh, uh, the, okay. ball, the ball into Muirhead from, uh, I think it was Jamie Walker and Muirhead's little touch into the path of Sam Nicholson was absolutely sumptuous Huge fan of it.
1: Okay, yeah, no, you've, um, you've made your case. Please bring it onto the Muirhead
0: section. Yeah, it, it was just like um, a very natural reaction. The ball was kind of powered in at him and he saw the run of Nicholson. He's just sort of dinked his left foot onto it, straight into the path of Nicholson's great darting run from the right-hand side, which I thought was just joyous. And then, obviously, he set up the third as well. Um, yeah. Again, with clever wing play, he, he sort of he drew, the, uh, he drew the right back out and then fainted a couple of crosses before eventually finding space, putting a good ball to the back post. And I think that's huge for him as well, because it must be tough knowing that you are not the first choice, second choice, third, maybe even fourth choice striker, but he's still getting a lot of game time. And I like that Nielsen's putting the trust into him, um, but actually having a positive effect on the game is going to do so much for his confidence. Coming on, getting an assist. It's kind of like Zanatta last season. We saw that, you know, he was the go-to guy. He was the last 30 minutes, last 20 minutes. Throw him on, it adds pace, it adds a bit of creativity. But to actually see him coming on and making a difference is, is great. And I think, you know, the, the murmurings are that him and Johnson are really pushing for a starting place now. You know, they're, they're not hanging back. And you can see that in the performances. They're trying really hard. They're going in against tired defences and they're, they're battering them. And it's, it's great that we have these options now.
1: I mean, it is interesting. It's that the, even just the psychology of it when you're a young player like Muirhead that you know, when you're not starting, you are effectively being told you're not good enough to start. But it's your responsibility to change the game when we're when we're chasing the result. Yeah. So you know, like that's like, well, does that does that mean I'm better than the guy that started or whatever? I mean, obviously, it just means he's he's different.
0: It's, it's, yeah. It's not necessarily that you know you're not good enough. But, it's you know, just, I'm just talking about yeah. how you process it in your head. You yeah. Know? Exactly, but um, I think the his his attitude and stuff was brought into question during his time at Dundee United. Mm-hmm. I've seen absolutely nothing of a bad attitude from your head. He's been very... Well,
1: curiously, Suter's uh, attitude was called into question at Dundee United. It's almost like there's a huge common factor. <laughs>
0: the fact that Dundee United last season were a bit of a basket case, yeah. Yeah, um, that's it. That mm-hmm. might be it. Um, yeah, his, his, his energy, his willingness to get on the ball and chase players down and then actually you know his ability to take it past the guy and put it across like that absolutely love it but i just really want to see that absolute thunder bastard of a left foot unleashed on goal because i just want to see him get one chance and then when i've seen it i can be like right well i've seen it now
1: and then once you've seen it just die happy exactly yeah yeah yeah. just i don't need to go to heart's game again just expire yeah yeah Yeah. when are you going to see a player hitting the ball really well ever again. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Rubbish. Nothing. Talking about players hitting the ball really well. Yeah. Sam's finish. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that was good. His technique in hitting the ball is just. Uh, it's weird because it's not the
0: same as like say, name a player who's got a great strike on him. I can't. offer of Yeah. Even even Scatchel, like the way he hits the ball is so much more different. Um, his foot's almost like pointing completely down when he hits the ball. Um, he gets the perfect purchase on it be it right or left foot with the laces mm. um, and it's just it's just another sign of his amazing abilities another one who's out of contract at the end of the season as well um, we'd love to see him sign even just a year's extension but yeah, yeah he's, he's and if nice. he doesn't he's dead to me exactly yeah, yeah. but um, yeah, I'm going to boo him in the next game <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> uh, any time he misplaces a pass um, but yeah it, it looks to me like you know last season there's maybe a case could be made that he wasn't enjoying his football that much um, especially after like Christmas New Year time after Osmond so left and he didn't really have that guy up front to work with he, he did look maybe a wee bit better after confidence but that seems to be back now um, seems yeah. to be loving it again and just loving playing football which is just
1: so much fun to watch it's nice isn't it it is it's really nice really nice so yeah so in the end just just an enjoyable game like there was a lot of frustration around in the stands but uh, hopefully, that's a wee less that some people just stay calm. We are, we are actually probably the second best team in this league. Yeah,
0: as things stand, I would say so. Uh, Aberdeen haven't clicked, and Rangers don't look all that great. So,
1: yeah. Who would have thought that buying washed up Premier League stars who have nothing left to play for or enjoy or do would backfire? Oh, wait a minute, literally every person. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. The defence
0: is so bad. It really is. Oh. Sorry about that. Um, sorry, that's Mark Warburton on the phone. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah. It's going, like, is What was that you were saying? It's, it's, it's actually bad. It's like, your actual best defender is Kiernan, and he's terrible.
0: Yeah. 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 Ooh. Ah well, let's bring it back to hearts because I've got okay. two, two of my favourite moments of the game to run down for you. Oh, please. Uh, in, what, are you going to do them in reverse order? No. First of all, first and foremost, I believe okay. it was just at the start of the second half, although my memory for these sorts of things isn't great, Darian McKinnon, well-known Hamilton hardman, mm-hmm. uh, went into body uh, Penny Kitchen and ended up in a crumpled heap himself with Kitchen just sort of jogging off looking at him yeah. like, uh, what the fuck are you, mate? <laughs> That was tremendous because McKinnon had ran about 30 yards to try and hit Kitchen (laughs) and he literally just bounced off him and somehow got himself a dead leg. It was great. Like on the ground regretting everything he'd ever done. Exactly. Uh, And also Dougie Emery after his fall in the box. Yes. uh, And Igor Rossi getting directly in his face. Probably screaming something in Portuguese that Emery didn't really understand but... I enjoyed it anyway. It was good to see. It was, yes, it it's was just, There's just such a bizarre bit of beef between hearts and Hamilton that I don't get, but I enjoy so much. Yeah, like, kicked off at the full thing was as well, Ali Crawford's. Hammered the ball at Perry Kitchen who laughed at him and then you got Rossi got booked for taking Kitchen away. I don't know if Kitchen got booked. Don't know what happened. Crawford certainly got booked and either one of Rossi or Kitchen got booked as well.
1: I think, I think probably the ref like saw Igor coming towards the situation with his sort of like cold killer's eyes and just sort of went. There's something aggressive happening here. I don't understand it, but it's probably best to get the card out. Yeah,
0: yeah, absolutely. No, it was it was enjoyable. Obviously, it started uh, last season with the the red cards that we got in New Douglas Park. with yeah. Rossi being one of them, and Patterson being the other in the first game. So, yeah, I, I like the I like the beef that we have with Hamilton. It's good fun. We should exploit
1: it. Just remember him rossi's red card that, that was just so sort of like i desperately want you to not have ankles anymore <laughs> yoink it was just it was the most timid
0: two-footed challenge i've ever seen <laughs> his hands were actually on the ground yeah <laughs> it, it was like he was getting into a hot bath <laughs> <laughs> it was amazing um but yeah no I, I thoroughly enjoyed that that those little bits of entertainment as well
1: yeah well we need we need someone to have aggro with seeing how hips are still languishing yes aye
0: not for much more though you get that feeling yeah yeah
1: got got Aberdeen at the for our, our New Year's Derby aye just, yeah just down the road for the, <laughs> for the Tons fans <laughs>
0: sorry they all live in the central belt anyway man yeah, they'll be fine yeah yeah,
1: yeah. that'll be good I'm looking forward to that a good a good tussle absolutely I just I really
0: enjoy playing against Aberdeen they have such an awful record against us historically that it, it's always good fun yeah although I don't want to attempt to Maybe it will be good. Maybe it won't. <laughs>
1: okay. Who knows? Literally anything it's can happen. Actually, a game of football. Yeah. Yeah. It is a funny old game. Tis. Do you fancy singing songs about anyone? I do. Yeah. I I want to sing a song. Oh, cool. Yeah. Yeah, that's nice. Yeah. Uh, who should we sing songs about? The game changer. <laughs> the, the, the the man, the only man, the only man who somehow managed to not get either of the man of the match awards. I think it's just because he was a sub.
0: I mean, I understand Kitchen getting it, because Kitchen was great, but Jamie Walker got the other one, didn't he? Yeah.
1: Yeah, he scored two goals. He scored two goals, but he wouldn't have been anywhere near scoring two goals if it wasn't for Samuel Nicholson. Sammy Nick. Half an hour, two assists, one goal. What a performance. What a guy. Yes. Yeah, absolutely.
0: Let's celebrate him in song. Let's do that. We've been known to do that in the past, so I
1: think we should just go ahead. Okay. Okay i'll go first shall i go for it man. i'm gonna I'm gonna thrust forward uh this one's niche oh good i like niche yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Yes. from uh a 1940s hollywood musical
0: well yeah no oh, shit i was expecting like mid-noughties shit indie or something but no 40s hollywood. okay yeah. go for it
1: as made famous by a uh, legendary actor singer uh, sports journalist and political activist Paul Robeson <laughs> <laughs> Of course, yeah, yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay, let me with
1: it. Young Sam Nicholson Young Sam Nicholson is partial to scoring and he don't stop scoring he just keeps scoring them goals He don't get cheap haircuts He don't sign contracts (laughs) And good tattoo decisions Is soon forgotten But that young Sam Nicholson Just keeps scoring them goals Old Man River Old Man River (laughs) Okay, right man, yeah
0: I can get on board with that Yeah, there you go That was good That was really good Yeah. Yeah Okay. Don't quite have the baritone <laughs> that Paul Robertson had. But, but yeah, you um, went for it, man. Yeah. Sorry, alright.
1: Mine's a bit more upbeat than that. Yeah. 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 Not you hard. <laughs> you, you, you don't think uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, racially overtoned dirges are going to take the terraces by storm? I, probably yeah, not. No,
0: probably no. not. Um, yeah. I, I think, you know, this one's definitely not going to feature in any... Um, Fan chant, but. really uh, especially, right. Yeah, I enjoy it though, it's a good song. <laughs> he plays down at Tank Castle for the Goggy team, I find a finer Scottish winger I ain't ever seen. Oh, we grew up in the borders down near Penny Cook, the opposition players they just stand and look. He never ever learnt to play some defence so well, but he can skip past his man like a fucking gazelle. Go, go! Go, Sammy, go! Go! Go, Sammy, go! <laughs> There you go. <laughs> that,
1: was <laughs> that, was, terrific. that was fucking
0: <laughs> Yeah. I bet you thought
1: you were shooing for all this song.
0: Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I I nearly stumbled towards the end there, but I got I got through it. No, no, that was terrific. You win. You win. Oh, thanks. Yeah. I, I, I like yours as well. Let's call
1: it a draw this week. Oh, okay. There's fantastic. only two of us, so. Cool. Audio handshake. Yeah. Nice. Good. Good. I like the way you, you went in like strongly for that handshake, just so there'd be something on the table. <laughs> we needed something there. Yeah. 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 Cool. Well, that's it finished.
0: Bye. <laughs> <laughs> oh, come on, man. We've, we've got more to do than that. We've, we've got yeah. to
1: sell. We've got to put a pitch Yeah, where you can got find us. Make sure people come back. Oh, i tell you what we do yeah. have to do, some housekeeping. We are now back on iTunes. That yeah. did happen before the break. Um, if you are finding that your iTunes feed is not automatically updating, first try and give it a, a wee manual refresh. If it still isn't working, you may have to delete your current subscription and resubscribe Sorry, but it's because Apple didn't pay their taxes. That's the reason. Yep, dicks. I'm not going to get the iPhone 7. Fuck them.
0: You will, eventually, won't you? Yeah, probably, man, Because yeah. your phone's fucked. It <laughs> is fucked, man, yeah. Yeah, no, I'm probably going to do that. Yep, sorry, Apple, if you're listening. <laughs> didn't do <laughs> what I said. Please don't withhold the phone from me. I'm was an emotional time. Get a lunch mob of Callum Patterson and Apple come at the <laughs> <laughs> Uh yeah.
1: Cool, but yeah, uh, if you... If you like the show and want to listen to it again, you could probably do that.
0: Yeah, absolutely. You can uh, find us on Twitter, first and foremost. Uh, yeah. At we Have No Cares. That's the place. It is. Uh, you are at Nicol Hay. That's true. As you always have been. And I am at RF Borthwick. You remain so. I will always be. Always mm. be. Uh, also, where should people go if they wanted to listen to this episode and all the other ones? They should go to wehavnocares.tumblr.com. Great, yeah. I'd, I'd rather you did it in the style of Old Man River, but, you know, <laughs> if you want to make it into just a shit chant, and
1: go for it. <laughs> um, I, I think that's about it, isn't it? Do we need to tell it's them about it? We've got an email address, but nobody's emailed us for fucking months, so don't oh, yeah. worry about it. We have no cares at gmail.com, if you
0: want, if you think you can do any better than the two stunning songs that you heard today, for example. You can't. No. Don't. No. Yeah. no. Steve Crawford, Steve Crawford. Yo, are you ready for me yet? Yeah? Well yo, are you ready for me yet? Yeah? Well yo, are you ready for me yet? Yeah? Bump well, here I go, here I go, here I here I go, yo. Gute Flanke von Emil. Achtung die Schotten im Strafraum! 2 zu 1 für was für ein Weihnachtsgeschenk